You know how sometimes we share stuff here and we just think, oh, it's just a few of us sitting around here. And then you realize later, like, oh, no, there's people listening to that. The whole world. Yeah, the whole world. Because pretty much yeah. most of the world the listens to our always, podcast. Always. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm going to be really vulnerable here and share something I don't want to share to the whole world. But when I was trying to figure out what to do with my life and kind of, you know, career sweet spot stuff, I came up with this idea I thought was pretty cool. I pulled out all of my past performance reviews from jobs because mm-hmm. I save those. And don't act like you don't save them too. I have people who say they mm-hmm. save them too. <laughs> and I pulled them all out and I kind of laid them on the floor and I started reading and trying to see if there was any threads or any kind of, I don't know, something I could glean from it. And I came across what was, I thought, a little bit of a funny insight is that over and over through very different jobs, by the way, I worked in like very different industries and different types of jobs. And across the board, it was the same thing every time they said, well, Steve, like you do really great work, but no one knows about it. Mm -hmm. And at first I just kind of thought it was funny. And then I read it a second time and a third time. And I was like, oh no, yeah this is my problem. Mm -hmm. I work real hard, but I don't ever advocate for myself. And so people don't know the great work that was done. Well, this is a problem, folks. So I know it's very common at Greenhouse that people struggle with the the feeling like they need to brag about themselves. You know, I don't want to be self-promoting. I don't, I hate when people are self-promoting. I don't want to be that way. And so that gets in the way of them ever like advocating for themselves or even just kind of honestly, confidently sharing what they did or accomplished. And so that story is what I always think of when the topic comes up of like, how do you advocate for your own career? And I think about, I made that mistake for so long and then finally started to learn some ways to not brag about myself, but confidently and humbly Mm -hmm. share Mm -hmm. about the work I did. Which leads me to the question that we're going to focus on today, which is a question we are asked all the time, which is how do I focus on my career growth? So you're actually completely not alone in that story. I can't tell you how many conversations, coaching conversations have come. And I hope what we can help our listeners today is understand how to strategically have those conversations versus getting over the mindset of thinking I am bragging. Because it is it is important that your boss knows and that people know what you're working on. But woo. Yeah. You got to work on your mindset there. So we're going to focus a little yeah. on that today. Okay. And I think that is the more common struggle with it, but mm-hmm. do either of you do any other challenges come to mind with what makes it hard to advocate for your own career? I don't I don't the people say to me, I don't even know what to say or they're intimidated by their boss. Mhm. So they think they should be advocating for it, not me. Yeah. Yeah, or how often it's like <laughs> it's an all or nothing. Like I'm yeah. either bringing it up every time or right. never. And, right, absolutely. And the, the, what's the right balance there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give a member shout out to Courtney who worked with one of our coaches. And really it was around the category of job transition. But it's not unlikely that we have clients like her who came to us who said, I am in an underpaid, unfulfilling job that really was, she used the words like soul sucking. But she was staying. She was just staying and not leaving, which we have Mm -hmm. a lot of clients who just stay. Mm -hmm. And by stepping into working with a coach, she was able to work on her mindset of why she didn't have to be there. And then she learned the skills on how to get out. And really, she grew in the confidence, which we both know that she landed in a job that is now much more fulfilling in her life. And it was just 
wonderful to watch her walk through that process. Yeah. Cheers, Courtney. Cheers to Courtney. Yeah. So often they're just frustrated and stuck. And it's like, it helps to talk through with someone who knows where to start. Mm -hmm. Okay. How to advocate for your own career. This is going to be a short episode because there's just, there's a direct answer. And the answer is you initiate. It's all about you taking the initiative. And mm -hmm. here's why. Because this is one of those answers everyone's like, oh, duh. Like, we all know it, but it helps to just hear it. We are going throughout our day in our job, mm -hmm. and we think everyone else is focusing on what we're focusing on. So we're thinking about ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we think everyone else is thinking about us, too. And especially between, like, okay, me and my manager. I think my manager's always like thinking about me and my development and what's next for me. <laughs> and they're not. <laughs> they're thinking about their th themselves. And they're thinking about what they have going on and their worries and their problems. And so in general in life, by the way, I think this is a helpful realization. Like I am worried about my image on Instagram. It's like everyone is not sitting around scrolling through my feed thinking about me. Like, sorry <laughs> to be the downer, but they're focused on their self. And they're not thinking about me. And so I'm being a little, um, like I'm overstating it, right? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm exaggerating on purpose to make the point. People are not thinking about you. So you think about you and you take the initiative. And it's not a selfish thing. It's just a, a proactive thing. Mm -hmm. You take the initiative to um, take steps and ask for what you want and to try and make those advancement steps you want. That's it. That's, that's my advice for this episode because... Mm -hmm. Usually, if you take the initiative, some good things will happen. Mm -hmm. um, but somebody's got to get the ball rolling, mm -hmm. and it's probably not going to be someone else. Mm -hmm. All right. Hopefully, you have a good manager who does. But right. we're just talking about statistics here. But if you don't say anything, they're guessing too. They, yeah. they may actually care about your advancement, but they're just guessing. They don't really know what's important to you. Can I take just a brief moment and talk about what advancement actually means? Because yes, please. That would actually be great. <laughs> because... I think that the only one that people think of is the lateral one. The one Promotion, that yeah, brings you up. raise that yeah. type of example. But yeah. there is more that you need to be advocating for. Because we have a lot of people who say, I don't want to move to a higher level. Mm -hmm. I love this company, but I'm good at this level. Who knows why? There's a million reasons why. So remember that there is one type of advancement, which is vertical. That's up. That's the one we most know of. But a lot of times it's advancement laterally which just means I'm bored in this role. I would like to try something in another department, same level. Yeah. But I need to have that conversation about a lateral movement. So that's yeah. number two. Number three, actually number three and four to me. Well, oh, sorry, just sure. number two is also a good point that a lot of times in smaller, even sometimes mid-sized companies, there aren't levels yet. And so lateral is the growth path. Mm -hmm. Like there might not be those vertical advancements as much. Mm -hmm. doesn't mean you can't grow in advance in that kind of company. Absolutely. The next one is sometimes just feeling more enriched in your career path is advancement to you because you are focusing on something that is new and exciting. Realignment is another form of advancement. And what I mean by that is sometimes it's actually advancement might mean a step down. And that one always feels like, what? Why would you put that in the same category as advancement? Because what is going on in your life might have a need for moving down a different level, which holistically makes you happier and more fulfilled in your life. Yeah. So that is another thing that you need to advocate for that means advancement to you. I'm glad you piped in there because those are all true. And a lot of times people, uh, it's a little bit of a light bulb moment to hear the different types. 
or to almost be affirmed. I mean, we see that third one a lot, but no one talks about it. So it's no, affirming to know I'm true. not the only person doing right. this. Like, no, there's a lot of people who do that. And then there's just one more. It's just relocation. Sometimes it's just about, well, now with hybrid too, we have so much more flexibility there, but advocating for the fact that you're fit. I remember I was telling you about this one client. We both know him that he just, he had a sickness that came into his life and which made him realize what he was really passionate about was fishing. Yes. And he was like, I cannot live my life anymore where I don't get to fish. Yeah. <laughs> but I love my job. So he advocated for himself to find a new career path within the company that could relocate him to Florida so he could fish yeah. all the time. But that was a lifestyle choice that he needed to have a conversation, which was an advancement to him. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. So really, any of these scenarios kind of lends itself to this topic of taking initiative, even like the solopreneur or like me, you know, if you're running the company, like I don't move up anywhere, (laughs) but, you know, growth is still a thing. (laughs) So that's a thing, (laughs) I guess. I really get the top. (laughs) Can I? Can you hire someone to be above you? Yeah. So then you can try to take their job? Yes. <laughs> That's a weird one, too. I've coached on that one quite yeah, a bit as well. I bet. Okay. So, you know, you've got the, I don't want to brag. I don't want to ask out of turn. My manager's just too busy, not thinking about it. Um, but, you know, maybe you have a manager or whoever, your leadership, they they do give you some guidance, but it's too vague. Mm-hmm. You don't know what to do with it. Um that one happens a lot. You know, they just, they kind of like make a passing comment. You're like, but what does that mean? Keep doing um, what you're doing. Yeah. And they're like, uh, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, they'll say that one a lot. Too. Yeah. So part of this too could, you know, it can help build the relationship where don't assume the worst and assume, assume they do want to help you and just give them the chance to. Um, but what can often happen is like, if you just don't say anything for a long time, then it can it can build up to where it's emotionally charged and then you approach it poorly. Mm-hmm. So the goal is avoiding that, getting ahead mm-hmm. of that and trying to be um, proactive while it's just a productive conversation. And so I think the main point I want to make here is um, having a clear ask. Uh, thinking ahead so you can have a clear ask. Because mm-hmm. I think what's the problem is if I come in and you're my manager and I'm like, all right, so... I wanted to talk to you about my career growth and um, I'm just realizing like, I think I want to advance my career and I would love for you to help me advance Sunday because, mm-hmm. you know, I listen to a podcast about career advancement Advanced, uh, and they yeah. said you can go vertical or lateral or <laughs> downward. And I, I just want to explore those options. You know, it's like uh, it's hard for you to do anything with that mm-hmm. and you might really want to help. And now you're also stuck. So mm-hmm. you're like, wow, cool. All right, let's do that real quick. Mm -hmm. Um, So what can be helpful is I come in with more of a clear ask. Mm -hmm. So, Sunday, I was thinking about my career growth, and I think this year I just really want to um, take a step forward or take a step up or take a a step sideways, whatever. Or I'm not even sure. Sometimes (laughs) they'll just say, I know that I need to make a shift. Something needs to change, but I'm not exactly sure, and I'd like to have that conversation with you. Yeah, exactly. And so what I'm thinking is, and then have a clear Mm -hmm. ask. Have a clear ask. I think what I'd like to do is have a few conversations with you to kind of define what that is and then make a plan for it. Mm -hmm. Or maybe you already know and have it define Mm -hmm. what you want. And just Mm -hmm. like saying, I think this is what I want. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to get promoted to this different kind of role. Mm -hmm. Or sorry, I want to move to this different kind of role. Or I want to get promoted to this next level. Mm -hmm. Um, Can we talk about that? Mm -hmm. 
And having a clear ask really helps the conversation to move along. So sometimes that's literally the only thing it takes to get there is thinking about it <laughs> and writing some thoughts yeah. down. Yeah. It's, it, we have a, a worksheet that we hand out a lot of times on questions to ask in your one-on-ones. And also I created one for managers. And the reason I'm mentioning that one is they're just as lost as you sometimes. They want to help you advance, but some people are clearer about articulating that for you and some are really nervous. So the reason I'm mentioning this is I've coached both sides and I had a few managers tell me that, oh, I always feel like I have to have to have that, have that career advancement talk. So what I do is I just say, so what's next? Yeah, exactly. Then on the other side, I have the clients who get asked what's next, come into me and go, you're not going to believe it. Yeah. My manager asked me what's next. Do you think I'm being fired? Mm -hmm. Do you think that the department is closing? Do you think I should be worried? And what the manager was actually trying to say is tragic. What's important to you? They were actually trying to invest in you. And the person runs away going, oh, no, I'm getting fired. What's (laughs) next? What are you trying to say? So if that's ever told to you as well, make sure you dig into that and ask, well, what do you mean by what's next Mm -hmm. for me? Because their second approach might be a a clearer one. I had a leader recently in a session was like, okay, I think most of the people on my team really want a promotion, but we're recession proofing and there's no money for that. Yes. Like I literally am not allowed to give anyone a promotion. What do I do? I'm going to lose them all. And, and so there it was jumping to this extreme. It's like, yeah. there's a thousand questions in between that you could ask them to help them grow and yeah. help them like take steps forward toward that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but you know, she's busy every day. She didn't have any mm-hmm. of those in mind. She's not a coach. <laughs> it was helpful to just have some questions to ask. Uh, another part of this, I think, is um, what a uh, a coach said this once. Not really a coach. She was actually kind of like a, she was a human lie detector for the CIA. You know yeah, who I'm talking I totally about. Yeah, <laughs> And she had all these quotable things. And this one stuck with me. I've had it in my notes for years and years. And she said, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. Mm-hmm. And everyone was like, hold Ooh, up, get out my pen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because she kind of said, like, guys, stop. You know, you don't get what you deserve. Everyone's walking around thinking, like, well, I'm this and I'm that and I deserve this. I'm a hard worker. I'm the best on the team. It's like, that's not how the world works, was kind of her point, which helpful coming from someone who works in the real world of like people with evil intentions. She's like, you don't actually get what you deserve, mm-hmm. you get what you negotiate. So shift your mindset from waiting for someone else to bring it to you and say, no, I'm going to go ask for what I want. I think for a lot of people listening to this, or if you struggle with, I don't want to be, you know, self-promoting, you hear negotiate. And even there, you start to go to this place of like, oh, but that's so arrogant and rude and harsh. And I just want to encourage anyone listening that, yes, that is one way to approach it. But there's a very much a very um, genuine, diplomatic, like non-emotionally charged way to approach the word negotiate. And mm-hmm. it's just the coming in with what you want, asking to have a conversation and brainstorming together and kind of approaching it with that lens. And so that quote always helped me. That's a good one. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, let's circle back to something you mentioned in your story. There's really a step before we even have the the conversation around advancement, which is. 
I have to also be comfortable talking to my manager about the work that I'm doing. Because if I come to them and say, hey, would you help me Mm -hmm. move over here because I want to make a lateral move? Or I'd like to move to Florida to fish more. Or I'd like to uh, move up the ladder. I think I'm ready for promotion. But I've not even taken the step of making sure that my manager knows the work that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. You've skipped a step. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this up because this conversation isn't just about promotion or kind of that career shift. It's also about in the day to day, how you advocate for yourself, how you kind of um, let people know what you're doing, how you communicate your value, that that side mm-hmm. of it. Right. That's kind mm-hmm. of what you're saying. So it's a big mindset thing. Uh-huh. So for our humble listeners out here, and we have more of them than we do on the other side, sure. <laughs> who feel like, oh my gosh, it feels so braggadocious. You just really need to shift your mindset to the idea that my manager doesn't know unless I tell them. It's not about bragging. It's about them knowing. So let's share some like small examples that we could give them that would help them step into that. Yes. And not just your manager. I think this is also Others. the part of the conversation mm-hmm. that is broader. It's mm-hmm. everyone you work with. Mm-hmm. It's even in your family. I find this sometimes like my, I come home and I kind of shift gears. And I don't necessarily like talk about work at home and even they don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. So in general, yeah, just creating awareness. Mm-hmm. It's like just sharing what's important to you. Yeah. So for my first steppers, small steps are whenever you get a thank you email from anyone that you've done great work for, mm-hmm. forward it to your boss. People never think to do that. And also save it in a file called thank yous because yeah. it'll help you when you write your performance reviews at the end. But don't you don't even have to say anything. Just say fun email. Great to hear. And just send it to your boss because he'll never know that compliment was given to you if you don't forward that email on. That's a good one. Another small one I'm thinking of is um, using rhythms that are already on the calendar. So whether it's a, a one-on-one or any other kind of mm-hmm. like meeting with somebody, you can just come prepared with a few bullets of like some some wins or some mm-hmm. accomplishments. Yeah. Even if it's not like wins, it can just be stuff you were working on. Yeah. And just share it. Just, hey, FYI, I just wanted to update you on what I've been doing. Boom, Mm -hmm. boom, boom. Moving on. Always come into your one-on-one prepared to share some sort of win learning something. So you're right. It doesn't have to be, I made a billion dollars for the company and that's the only time I can share. It could be, I had a really great conversation with someone that I felt like wasn't on board and now is. Let me just tell you about that conversation. Yeah. Just being excited about a conversation. Right, right. And I, I want to go even lower than that. Like it can also just be what you're working on, period. Mm-hmm, just no, what you're working on. No results at all yet. Yeah. Because I'm thinking about in my story and other people that I've led, how often like because I wasn't telling them what I was doing, they assumed I was doing nothing. Actually, right. I was doing tons of stuff. I was like, I was like going way above and beyond. But human psyche, like we go to the negative usually. Yeah. So And same thing now, you know, on my side of it, leading people. It's like, if you don't hear what they're doing, you assume nothing's happening. (laughs) So even just sharing what's going on can be a way to advocate for your career um, in a humble but confident way. Yep. All right. So we'll end that thought there because that could be a whole episode. But I'm glad you brought it up. Um, I think in terms of this, how do I advocate for my career? It really comes down to what I said at the beginning don't wait for your leader or for someone else. You take the initiative. And it doesn't have to be a big thing, but make a plan and then take initiative. So I kind of break it into three steps. One is what conversations need to be had. Is it your manager? Is it other people? You know, kind of identifying who and when. Secondly, 
prep for those conversations, which is kind of everything we talked about, but know going in what you're asking for, um, know kind of a lot of times I'll coach people. I know you do this too, to actually write down your going in words, like your opener and your Mm -hmm. closer, because these kind of conversations get real off track or you regret what you said when you, um, come in and you feel confident and then, but it's uncomfortable. So you say, and then you do the same at the end or you keep talking too much or whatever. And so just having the first sentence that you're going to open with and that you're going to end with Mm -hmm. is a game changer. Mm -hmm. So I'll have people write those down, actually write them down. And, um, and it sets you, it sets the tone. So in between, you kind of know what to say. You do. It's usually how to get it started. Yeah. But the other piece of that, that's like the pro tip is, also think what's in it for the other person. Mm-hmm. So sometimes we're so focused. Remember we were coaching this group recently and they were so focused on like on how they were going to influence another group to do something. And I was yeah. like, hold on. Negotiation 101 is like they don't care about your plans. Mm-hmm. They care about their plans. So think about what's in it for them to to also like engage their interest. Mm-hmm. Well, if I grow and advance in this way, it's going to help our objectives as a team. Like mm-hmm. talk about what's in it for them. That's like a little extra pro tip. So what are the conversations prep for the conversations and then kind of make your plan after that based on what happened in the conversation? I think it's really that simple. It is. 